Welcome to Football with Susan. This is the sound of the crowd going wild. <sighs> Football with Susan would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we record, the Wadawurrung people and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. My name's Catherine, and in this podcast, I interview my mum, Susan, about her beloved Geelong Cats and how they're going across the 2021 AFL season. Take four. Take four. (laughs) (laughs) I just got very distracted because I saw that you'd sent me a little video, um, a gif of a basketball player saying I'm back, which you've never, ever sent to me before. Have you just figured out how to do this? I couldn't resist it. I just found them. (laughs) (laughs) Steph Curry from the Warriors, my favourite basketballer. I can't wait to receive many more gifts from you in the future. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) But we're not here to talk about basketball. No, no. Um, we need to talk about football. Football. Well, happy lockdown still. Oh, no, I'm not. A, Things yeah, are not, yeah, yeah. No, things are not going your way. Okay. Got to be positive. There's enough other people negatively yeah. speaking around trying to keep up my sense of humour. Okay, good. Well, good. maybe we should. I should say to you, happy 20th yeah. episode. Um, of our podcast. Yes, yes, isn't that amazing? 20 episodes. 20 episodes of this. (laughs) (laughs) That's about 20 hours of our lives. And, um, yeah, have you got any any reflections from having done 20 episodes? Well, nobody has sent me any flowers. Unbelievable. That is outrageous. You know, (laughs) with all the fans out there, you could think I could at least have had something. There's probably, Australia Post has probably been very busy um, due to all the lockdown. So, look. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll use that as the excuse and I'll keep myself going on that excuse. That's right, that's right. Um, And, you know, Dad's probably. No reflections except that I think. I don't know. I think maybe our podcasts have become less informed than they ever have been. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. And I think I'm fine with the balance we've struck. <laughs> well, I was just thinking a few minutes ago, what was the last game mm-hmm. that we talked about and what has happened since then apart from the horrible event on Saturday night? Yeah. Well, um, well, who did we play I last week? And it took me a little while to uh, to come to that understanding that it was St Kilda yeah. that we played week before last and we actually beat them. You did. We did. Mm. Do you remember we what the did. score was? Sorry, no, I have no idea. I can't remember what the score was, no. It was almost inverse of uh, of the of the Melbourne game. Um, it was 85 to 71, but this time right. you won. In Geelong. In Geelong, yes. All the last three games have been in Geelong and we've lost two of them. Can you believe it? 
But um, I think just because there's no crowds there, Geelong fans are pretty vocal and they would have got the team over the line. But that, you know, you can't use that as your excuse all the time, can Mm. you? Well, maybe you can help me understand this because Mm. last night um, Jared had the football on. Um, At one point, actually, I was folding laundry and he was watching football and it reminded Mm. me of a scene from the 90s, like from... I don't know. I thought this is a very strange scene that's happening um, that never mm. used to happen before in mm. our house. But um, the football was on and there was yeah. uh, crowd noises. Yes. And I because the t- because the TV puts the crowd noises on the broadcast. So has crowd noises. The players can't but there's hear. There's no it. crowd there. So the players can't hear the crowd. The fake no. crowd. No, they can't hear anything except themselves yelling at each other. I don't understand find, what it's for. Well, I, I, I find it very annoying, actually, because yeah. I'd rather listen to the players yeah. and listen to the talk um, rather than hear this artificial um, cheering of the crowd when they don't even know what they're cheering for. It's really weird. It's quite disconcerting. It didn't. I don't like it at all. No, it, I, th- I thought at least it was for the players to help them, like feel encouraged. No. But the yeah. fact that no. it's just for they the can't TV, hear it. I no. don't understand. Okay, so you don't yeah. understand either. Well, I, I think it's they're trying to create the broadcasters are trying to create atmosphere. I'll create because my they own don't atmosphere. Think there's enough atmosphere without just watching. No, they want to have this other. You know, keeping this sort of uh, idea that people want to have a, have the, the cheering crowd to make them think, re- remember that they're the times that they went to the football, which hasn't oh. been an awful lot, and um, and I just think it's a bit immature, to be perfectly yeah, honest. I mean, everybody knows that we're in lockdown and yeah. there's no crowds there, and we're all at home um, and doing what we're supposed to be doing, and. Uh, yeah, it's silly. And I like hearing the players. I yeah. actually rather like hearing the, what the umpire is saying to the players about the decision that was made and what the players are saying back to the umpire and, yeah. you know, in so many words. And, and also what the, the players are, how they're talking to each other. I find that very insightful. It's a, it's a very short-term, hopefully short-term, opportunity to get a bit of a different insight into the football. Exactly, exactly. We don't always need to, you know, for them to try and make these artificial constructs, hmm. <laughs> which okay. is what it is. Well, anyway, so that's, that's, that's what uh, Jared was listening to while you were uh, following washing, which really does shock me beyond oh, belief. I was shocked too. I stopped immediately. Oh, no. I stopped immediately. I, uh, I don't know whether I'm... Excited or just Horrifying. totally shocked? Yeah. Well, any um, highlights, lowlights, memories from that St Kilda game that you want to share? St Kilda game. The highlight was that we actually won. Yeah. Uh, the low light was that it took us a while to get our act together in that game oh. to really start moving along. What happened? Yes, we we did the same thing as we did the week before, and that is, I think, the first quarter we were just you know messing around, and then uh, finally in the second, third. Last quarter, they started getting their systems going and uh, playing. Yes, it's been a little bit like that. It wasn't like that this this last game, but um, that St Kilda game, it looked like, oh come on, Geelong, what are you doing out there? What are you um, doing? But out admittedly, look, we've had we'd had some very um, a very big loss in the team just a couple of days before that game. One of our main defenders, in fact, probably the most important defender that we have in the team, hurt his foot. Who at, that? Who's um, that? Sorry? Who's that? Tom Stewart. I see. Hurt his foot at training 
and he is out for the rest of the year. Oh. Um, and he is a huge loss, huge loss. Okay. Very an excellent player. He just, you know, really keeps the defence um, going very well and he takes, you know, he can take 10 intercept marks in a, in a game. He's just fantastic, as well as just being a, a really clean use of the ball and, and um, a good, clean player. Oh, he's just been amazing. And uh, anyway, he has injured himself, and that was only two days before that game against St Kilda. I think it was. The, I think from what I could see, the defence was a bit unbalanced, and they were taking quite a while to sort themselves out to cover his position, right. which is pretty much uncoverable, to be perfectly honest. There's nobody that can cover that. Well, it's this just might. One of those um, players. Mm, sorry, go on. He's one of those players that is um, integral to the team, and. Unfortunately, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to miss a good defender. It's very hard to um, replace someone with that sort of skill. Well, this leads in well into um, a question from the crowd that we have from uh, Megan Kelly in Eagle Hawk. Um, right. She asks, will our back line stand up without Tom Stewart? That's exactly what I was saying. And will our back line stand up? No. And it begs the question because that St Kilda game, no, they didn't. Mm. Um, Melbourne game, yes, they did to a point, um, but I think it puts them under a huge amount of pressure. So I think it's a big loss. It's a big loss the end of the year. He's never really been injured before, I don't think. In In the four or five seasons that he's played, he's just been a really tough competitor and hasn't had any injuries that I can remember. What number is Tom? And to get injured right on the at the end of the um, year mm. like that. And he, so he had to have a foot operation and, oh. yeah, down to the count. He lives about, oh, 150 yard, yards from Bridget, not far oh. away at all. She sees him very frequently walking his dog and pushing the pram and Well, if that. you've got any messages... Um, for Tom, uh, send them through. Yes. I can send them to Bridget. Get better. We're, get we're missing you desperately, but what can we do? Unfortunate. These things happen. That's yeah. footy. Get well soon, Tom Get Stewart. well soon. Yeah. Um, okay, anything else about that St Kilda game you wanted to share? Uh, any, I think we won by about, um, what, 14 points, yeah. 13 points, something like that. So that was um, that was very good. Okay. Um, that we finally well look we we really weren't playing at our best, but at the same time you know I think in the first they were sort of the second or third week in a row that they, that first quarter has been really poor, and um, you, you just can't win games constantly playing like that. So and anyway, you didn't, and we didn't. Well, um, Saturday's game yeah. against Melbourne was a completely yeah. different game altogether. Mm-hmm. And you can give the score to that one because I'm too depressed. Okay, you're too depressed. You take a break. Um, so it was Cats versus Melbourne in Geelong, a loss, 77 to 81, um, and quite a uh, unfortunate loss. Very um, unfortunate Maybe loss. you can explain what happened to me. Oh, Catherine, where do I start? It was just... It was a game of two different sides. Ooh. It was a. It, we started off well. Um, both teams started off frantically. You know, lots of pace, mm-hmm. lots of goals mm-hmm. being kicked. 
mm-hmm. good good standard of play. Yeah. First quarter, I don't know who was. I can't remember the um, score at the end of the first quarter, but we were both was fairly even. Okay. It was pretty even. I don't look at those kinds of stats. I don't know that that's much. Fair in enough. Depth. You don't yeah. need to. And then the second quarter um, came, same sort of thing, until about the last ten minutes of the second quarter, and all of a sudden. Geelong just seemed to, I don't know, something must have come down from the stars, I think. And they just, they kicked eight goals in about eight minutes. It was unbelievable. They were on fire. And it was happening all over the ground. Melbourne didn't know it hit them. Mm. So we ended up at half time, we were hit by about 40 points. 40! Wow. And then third quarter, um, it wasn't much of the same. It was back to being fairly even. You know, neither team seemed to have a, a uh, an edge in the third quarter. I mean, we were still ahead by 40 points. Yeah. But it was, uh, you know, goal for goal, really. They got a goal and then we got a goal and so on. So there were, it was a fairly even tussle in the third quarter. And the fourth quarter started. Geelong just completely fell apart. Mm. We lost, we were 40 points ahead mm. at three-quarter time and we lost the game. And we lost the game with the last kick of the game. Yeah. The kick was, the goal was kicked after the siren by the Geelong, by the Melbourne captain and we lost the game. I could not believe it. It was unfathomable. I saw it on TV and I I felt for you and Geelong as a whole. It was devastating. It was devastating. Even Dad was devastated. It takes something. Yeah, that takes a bit. And he, he, yeah, because he knew how upset I would be. Yeah. Anyway, um, unbelievable. And according to the coach, it was just a comedy of errors in the last few minutes. Yeah. And um, I think, well, I don't know about that. But I think what happens is once the team gets the momentum, as happened in the second quarter when Geelong was kicking goals, and you become unstoppable because you're on a roll and motivation hits in and everyone gets going and, you know, you're on a roll. But then that happened to with Melbourne in the fourth quarter and they became unstoppable and, yes, Geelong just basically couldn't get their hands on the ball. It was unbelievable. How would you say? uh, Much much depression considering Mm. we went down to third place instead of where we should have been on top of the ladder. Yeah. And... um, What's I have your... no, no words, really. It was just mm. awful. What's your emotional journey been over the last uh, 24 hours or 48 hours? Well, after the game, I, and I have to admit, I didn't watch a lot of the last quarter, Catherine. You can yeah. imagine I was yeah. out the door, Absolutely. walking the street, uh-huh. yes. And um, I um, I was, I just wouldn't talk about it. I wouldn't look at it. Yeah. I wouldn't watch it. Uh-huh. I did. I ignored it. I, I went yeah. into complete denial, I which see. is my way of dealing with a lot of things. Okay. And um, then the next day I, I did listen to Chris Scott's press conference and yeah. I wanted to know what he had to say for himself. And he talked about, you know, the, the players stealing themselves at the beginning of the the finals, and I'm thinking, well, I'm not sure about that. You know, what's going to happen to their self-belief when they let a 40-point game slip through their fingers in the last quarter? That What happens to your self-belief, Catherine? Oh. So, anyway, I'm a bit of a bit. I was a bit of an emotional wreck I by think. today. And you have yet <laughs> to reach uh, 
What's the what's the last stage? Acceptance. Acceptance. Uh, I, well, I think I accept the fact that we lost. Yeah, <laughs> but it's still in the final. But um, I, I just don't have no answers for what they can do to because uh, they've got pretty much they're almost apart from. Tom Stewart is out for the for, for the rest of the year. This, he's not coming back. Yeah, they've got still got Mitch Duncan to come back and um, Tui, who is a uh, Zach Tui, yeah. Irish player. He's mm-hmm. he's a good defender as well. So if we can get him back for the first final, which is on Friday night, mm. that will be very helpful. Okay. Um, Mitch Duncan probably won't play until at least. Another three weeks, I think. He he did his hurt his knee. He had to have a knee operation, and that's weeks of weeks of rehabilitation. So he's been out since about oh, oh I'd say around ten. I mean, it's been a long time since he's been out. Okay. And he's he's a he's a bit of a loss. But look, we've got there's no excuses really. They just uh, obviously dropped their bundle and uh, let uh, Melbourne, who is a very good team. I mean. Taking nothing away from them, they are a very good team and, and likely to win the premiership, <gasps> I think. Mm. Um, but we really just allowed them to to take it away. When I think I think there must have been a bit of psychology there, Catherine. I think oh. there must have been a bit of letdown. They got to forty points ahead, uh-huh. which is pretty much an undefeatable yeah. lead. And I think they just kind of perhaps let down, and it was enough for Melbourne just to say. Ooh, I think we've got them here, and they um, you showed can't a crack. Looking mm. anyway. So, does it help oh. you at all to know that Collingwood is not in the finals? Yes, they are not. Yeah. Mm. Does that soften and the blow in any way? They got very, very badly beaten by Essendon on Sunday, didn't they? Well, I we have a, I have arranged a bit of a, a game for you. Um, we have our resident Collingwood supporter here, Jared Bates. Um, and welcome, Jared. Hello. Hello, Jared. <laughs> and I My thought... commiserations. Oh, Jared. thank you, thank you, and to you. That was that would have been a hard one to take. Um, it was a heartbreaker. <laughs> so yeah, as Catherine said, knowing Collingwood is not in the finals is really a consolation to many. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, in some ways, Jared, you can be just happy that the season is over and don't have to worry about it anymore. That's true. That's true. You know, <laughs> you can look forward life. to next year. Yes, I can get back and, to And just scum. get yourself, say, you know, look at the team and say, who will be the coach next year and mm. which players we need to look out for and, mm. you know, something to look forward to. I've still got to go through the agony of wondering yeah. what's going to happen. You're right. I can live the, the, the fantasy of what football could be <laughs> rather than the emotional roller coaster of what it is. That's I'm not, right. I'm not I sure, think. Mum, that um, Jared's emotional roller coaster is quite as uh, up and down as yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably true about all sorts of things, I would think. <laughs> oh, dear, and it's raining outside to boot. Just oh, what I needed. Just what you needed. <laughs> I think the universe is against you for sure. I got wet when I went for my walk today. It rained. <laughs> um, I thought that just that just tops it off. I yeah. thought to myself, that Definitely. just tops it off. Definitely. <laughs> um, well, Jared's going to play a game which you might recall. It's called Would You Rather with a Collingwood oh, yes. theme. Would I rather? Yeah. Um, take uh, if you're ready, Jared. Take I, it away. I'm as ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> so that's as good a reason as any to start. 
okay, Susan. Yes, Would you Darren. rather win against Collingwood or come out of lockdown tomorrow? You know, I could we could come out of lockdown tomorrow and be back in again by next week. <laughs> so yes. I reckon a win against Collingwood. Okay, yeah. And let's be honest. Because <laughs> it's more lasting. <laughs> <laughs> the feelings are more lasting. That's a good, that's a good response. I'll take that. Okay, number two. Yes. Would you rather lose against Collingwood or give up Netflix for the whole of lockdown? I give up Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good one. There's not much on it anyway, to be honest. Yeah, there's other We're... streaming services as well. <laughs> you, could just, you could just take up a new one. I should have said all streaming services. Oh. Oh, all streaming services. Oh, now, 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 you're, now I'd be in trouble because um, I'm a big fan of SBS On Demand. Oh, um, yeah. We actually, yes, so um, that might be a bit more difficult. Mm. Mm. Oh, for the whole of lockdown, which we don't know how long it's going to go for and whether yeah. it's going to come back again to, to get us again anyway. Oh, I might have to lose against Collingwood. Oh, that, was, oh, that was a really – that's a good question. Mm. I like that one. Yeah. Okay. okay, number three. Yep. Would you rather go to the football wearing Collingwood colours with Jared or <laughs> spend half an hour kicking the footy with Scott Morrison? Oh, I'd rather go to with Jared to football. Hey. You've got to wear Collingwood colours. Uh, even if I have to put on a bit of black and white, That's I, I can do that. Yes. I can do that. We're not talking like a chic black and white outfit. We're talking <laughs> Collingwood yeah. merchandise. Yeah, we're also talking Scott Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you know how I feel about that man. That, yes. yes. Okay. You know what? I'd actually wouldn't mind seeing him attempt to kick a footy, a bit like John Yeah, Howard I wouldn't mind seeing him attempt to kick a footy either. He'd be, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a few months of that, I think. <laughs> but we'll uh, go to the footy, Jared. We'll oh, go yay. to the footy. Yay! Woo! You know, playing with colours. <laughs> you, um, you get me the, you, you buy me the jumper or lend me a jumper or a beanie and I'll wear it. Deal. Wow. Deal. Uh, okay, question four. Yep. Would you rather yell, go Collingwood, really loudly in the Geelong members area or eat a snake? <laughs> I think it's meant to be snail. Snail, yes. <laughs> I've had snails, actually. Um, Not oh, hooks. gosh. I don't know that snakes probably are that bad. They probably taste a bit like chicken, you know, yeah. if you cook them properly. What about so, a snail? I don't think I can... I don't think I could come and yell and go Collingwood in the Geelong in the Geelong football ground at any stage. Oh goodness me, I'd be lynched. Yeah, oh. yeah that's, that's that's highly controversial. Yeah. No, that's probably a, a very poor choice of words, but it wouldn't go down well, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, last question. Yep. Would you rather have Scott Pendlebury for, over for dinner or? Jared over for dinner, but you have to discuss how great Collingwood is the whole time. Oh, I'd rather have Jared over for dinner oh. and discuss how great Collingwood is than have dinner with Scott Pendlebury. That's oh. very nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> what about Jared and Scott Pendlebury and they discuss how great Collingwood is the whole time and you have to make sausage rolls? Uh, and what's my other choice? Yeah. 
Um, you just combined eating them all. a snail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I could probably just listen and grit my teeth. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he'd be a good good conversationalist over dinner, Scott Pendlebury. You reckon? Yeah, he's a he's a nice guy. Out of all the louts at Collingwood. Okay. He, yeah. All right. I see he's interested in doing some coaching. He's definitely been very forward about that in the press. Yes, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah. I was a bit surprised to hear that. I yeah. thought, well, you've got to get a little bit of um, experience behind you before you start touting yeah. yourself, Scott. That's true. But um, some people have a lot of confidence, and they, I, I would imagine there could be a few coaching jobs go at the end of the, this season, um, the way, way things are heading. Yeah, does seem that way. <laughs> but who'd want to be a coach, yeah. really? <laughs> I think I think he's playing the game. I think he's just he's negotiating via the media. Oh, is that what he's yeah, doing? Yeah, oh, so. he's just throwing out a few mm-hmm. possibilities mm-hmm. to see who bites. Yeah, it's like it I could do be with... the Thornbury under tens that might want him. Yeah, yeah, they've got money, I hear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you two can enjoy your football talk because I don't know what you're talking about. I can see it in your face as I speak. It's good. Yeah, I just yeah. glazed over. Um, Imagine us negotiating for the last biscuit in the biscuit tin. I see. Yeah. yeah gotcha. Good like that. Okay, thank you. Actually, if you can relate all football to biscuits, <laughs> that would help me. Um, Mum, do you have any questions for Jared before he goes? Uh, no. Well, only just who's his betting will be the coach of uh, Collingwood next year. Has oh, he got any inside good. information, inside goss? I certainly have no inside information. Right. Um, I mean, the talk has been Alistair Clarkson. Is, oh, a good, is a good candidate. Really? Oh, for goodness um, sake. Because, yeah, apparently he doesn't want to give it up altogether. But I really oh. don't know, to be honest. I have no idea. I don't, I, I don't know about Alistair Clarkson. But, look, mm. you know, they, they sing his praises, but I've seen him bash the, bash the wall. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, yes, yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'm not, I'm not too worried. I'm pretty willing to just go with the flow. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, you'll take whoever and then you'll talk about them later. Yep. Um, before Jared goes, I'm going to ask yes. him as a guest to mm-hmm. um, to ask a question from the crowd from one of our oh, listeners. Thanks. Okay, so question is, from the crowd. Yeah, so this is from our good friend Charith. Nandisina. Oh, Charith again in yep, Sydney. From Sydney. Yep. He's having a great time following the Swans this year. Yep. Um, good. His question is... How do you, or does one, kick an oval ball? How do you kick an oval ball? Yeah, got any tips? <laughs> He's looking for instructions from you. Oh, gosh. Uh, look, I, I, I usually, when I was kicking a football when I was younger, I don't do it anymore, I'll mm. hurt myself, um, you, you don't cook it, kick it with the end of your foot. You sort of kick it from the top of your foot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that you get underneath the oval and you push it with your foot rather than, you know, if you leave, you can't, you don't kick it with your toes. Mm. Well, that's that's what I'm thinking, but maybe I'm wrong. I've never really received any lessons. I think in that. there's there's some sound physics in that surface mm. area, maximise surface area. Yeah, but I mean, uh, perhaps he, he needs to um, get some tips from his uh, good friend. Uh, the spot. Who's the forward in Buddy? 
Mate, but he's, he's mate buddy. He, I believe he's fairly free in offering advice to people who okay. are playing football. We'll put yeah. them in touch. Yeah, that's a good idea. I don't know how to kick a football, but I do know that when you catch a football, it's important to roll on the ground. Oh, um, roll on the you, ground. As you catch it, you've got to catch and then kind of fall to the ground. For effect. For effect. That's what I do anyway. I think basically when you catch it, you have to make sure you've got both hands. <laughs> Use both hands. You know, not very many of them can actually catch it one-handed. Okay, and neither can I. So that's... And wrap your fingers around it so that you okay. don't let it fall through your fingers. Okay, we'll pass all of this on to Charith. Um, yes, and I'm sure that's going to be very helpful for him. Um, yes, has has Sydney made it into the finals? I believe so. Mm. Mm, yeah, but uh, to be honest, I haven't really looked at that eight. I'm yeah. so I've been just a bit distracted. They're in. Yeah. Mm. Okay, right, well, they're in. And they're, they're playing very well too. They've got a chance. Yeah, they're in form. Um, okay, bye, Jared. Bye. <laughs> Thanks bye. for having me. <laughs> Good luck, cats. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to uh, roll on with some questions from the crowd um, before okay. you get too depressed again. Um, yep. to answer any questions. So this is, uh, this is I'm going to ask, Megan's asked a couple of questions actually. Oh, um, So here's another one from Megan Kelly in Eaglehawk. She says, are you ready for finals? No. I see. No, I'm not, I'm <laughs> not ready. It, we can't go. It's in Adelaide. There'll be no Geelong supporters there, or very few. I think there might probably some who possibly live in it in uh, South Australia, but we won't be able to go over there to watch. Mm. So it's going to be a bit of a one-sided affair as far as fans, and um, the Port Adelaide fans are a bit ferocious. So, um, oh, but anyway, we beat Port Adelaide in at Adelaide earlier this year. Beat them quite soundly, actually. Did very play very well. So I'm, I, you know. I'm not. I'm uh, not ready. No, You're not ready. emotionally, physically, no. Okay, um, and I think you've basically answered her last question as well, which is, um, are you happy to be playing in Adelaide next week? Not really. I'd no. rather we were playing in Geelong, but okay. <laughs> I don't think. Uh, no, I don't think. Certainly, it's their home ground. That's not good, you uh-huh. know. But anyway, as I said, we beat them earlier this year at their home ground. We can do it again. Okay. I've got to say, we've, we're having some pretty uh, bummed out responses <laughs> to my questions so far. I know. It's probably how I'm feeling right yeah. now. No, it's, it's a good insight and you don't have to pretend to be any other way on your okay. own podcast. Yes. Um, uh, all right, last question. This is from Bridget Kelly in Belmont. Um, Bridget asks, what will, would be your advice if we were 50 points up at the three-quarter time in the grand final? Oh, my advice would be don't blow it. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep on going. Yeah. Because, you know, 50, I've seen them lose 52 points ahead and they've lost the game. It was West Coast about 16 years ago. Oh, couldn't believe it. And um, so 50 points up. In the grand final, they just have to keep playing right until the siren goes. Okay. Don't blow it and keep Don't going the whole time. Yep. yep. Just keep playing as if your life depends upon it. Okay. Which to some degree it does because yes. this is everything they've worked for. 
That's right. To some degree it does. It isn't life and death, but um, it's certainly, for them, it's part of what, it's what they do. It's so what they, do. they need to do it well. Um, yes. Okay. Now, have you had a response to your letter to your local council member about um, no, the No, nothing, nothing. Not a, not a, nothing. Not a drop. Not a drop. Not even a thank you. No. Unbelievable. Nothing. Okay. Very, very disappointing. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully by the time the season's finished, um, yep. we'll have something more to report about that. Well, maybe. Maybe I need to write another one. By then the mud will probably be dry. It'll just be dirt. I'm sure. <laughs> maybe I better go and have a look. Yeah. Maybe the maybe it's all happened, and uh, we don't. I don't. You know, I don't need a response because it's all been fixed. Hmm. Mm. But it's outside of my five kilometre. Oh, is it? No, I might be still within my five kilometre zone. You could have an exercise to Kidinia Park. Kidinia Park, yes, yes, and, and do a run around it. Oh no, I think yeah. just a walk would be just a walk. Seems fine. Just a walk. <laughs> <laughs> let's not overdo it in lockdown. No, let's not get too no, carried let's away. Not start running. We all did that in the first lockdown, and and look what happened. No yeah, one's exactly. still running. Um, okay. Did you have anything else you desperately wanted to say about the Melbourne game or do you think that maybe we should move on or anything that's going to help you move on? I think, I think, um, there's not much to say when they played well, they were unbeatable and when they didn't play well, they got beaten. I see. And I think that's just called, that's the game. Yeah. And I'm sure they're very disappointed with themselves about what happened and they probably don't need me reminding them. Okay. Um, well, we'll stay out of it. And yes. maybe we'll move on to family footy tipping because well, who even yes. knew? I didn't even realise that it was finishing because I didn't realise we didn't we don't tip for the finals. Well, can't we do that? Is it? Un- I don't know. Is it not part of the um, deal? I don't know. I don't. Bridget's know already announced her win. <laughs> She got the minor premiership. She won. The, oh. She won the uh, the season. Okay. Um, and because I don't know if they continue on or not, but I, I think you know the fact that she won all the home and the home and away season. I think is a, is an excellent effort. Okay. And if we could, I think probably the finals would be a different competition. Okay. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll wait and see what happens with that one. But um, yes, I suppose from everyone at football with Susan, uh, congratulations, Bridget. Bridget, on yep. your win. Susan came second. Did she? She beat me by three points. Um, yes. In the Me- end, Megan, yep. your Susan, Megan came yes. second. No. Oh, I thought I came second. Did I come third? I thought so. Look, our facts are not very good here at football with Susan. <laughs> But look, I'm happy to believe that you beat, that you came second. That sounds fine. Um, and your goal, your goal was actually to beat Dad. So did you? Oh, and I did that. Yeah. Oh, I did that. So oh, yes. mission accomplished. Uh, mission accomplished. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, Catherine, you came last. I did. And do you know what? Based on oh. the advice that you gave me last week, yes. um, I I changed my tipping as a, as a. Um, experiment for the very yes. final week and I got yes. six out of nine. Um, there you go. Not quite enough to get me off the bottom. <laughs> no, but at least you know now what the, uh, you know, what you need to do if you want to That's right. compete. That's right. If I do feel like winning, 
I'll yeah, know exactly. what to do and what not to do. Um, exactly, exactly. Yeah. 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 And I, but I, I do think that your initial um, interpretation of going with the colours mm. was a fine idea. Thank you. And it probably gave you a lot of enjoyment. It did, um, probably more than knowing anything about the teams or players. And yep. um, if you never try, you never know. Uh, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, yep. an experiment. So I, very good. Thank Very you. good. And next year's another year. And as I said to Bridget, I'm coming for her next year. I'm going to win. You're already thinking about next year. Ah, well, but you've got to keep thinking ahead, don't you, oh, Catherine? I see. Yep. Absolutely. Can't get a little bit of thing like lockdown keep you <laughs> grounded in the moment. Let's all hope for next year. We can all only right. think of 2023, maybe 2024. Maybe I should be thinking two years ahead. Not even 2022. All right. Oh, I think we need to even right off next year as well, okay. actually. Why not? Why not? <laughs> um, anything else you wanted to mention about the game or finals or any t- – you've given the players some tips, but anything you wanted yeah. to – No, I don't think so. I, I'm just hoping that we can really pull ourselves together for Friday night and um, just know that they can do it. Self-belief. 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 Okay. Yep. That's a nice message. Overcome the odds, overcome the fans, overcome the lack of Tom Stewart and just go for it. All right. Um, All right, well, we're getting into – so how many many finals are there? How many games to go before the grand final? Well, the elimination finals this week, then the winners of this week – Play. I think if the two top te- the the two the in the top four, um, the winners of those top four games go straight into the preliminary final, and the losers of the top four games play the winners of the bottom four teams right. of the eight that are playing the finals. Mm-hmm. And then in the in the preliminary final, you have the winners of those games play the people who won this week, and then we are left with basically two teams at the end of it all. Uh-huh. And they're the two teams that will then go into the grand final. All right, I, this definitely sounds like something that Jared's going to need to explain to me using biscuits later. So exactly, and they're still trying to decide whether there will be a bye before the grand final or not because of. COVID situation right. in Melbourne, in Sydney, in in most places, that the game, the MCG, which is the home of the grand final, although last year we didn't play it there either because of COVID in Melbourne, um, probably won't be played in Melbourne again. And so they've got to decide where it will be played. And their, their main criteria is that there will be a crowd there and mm-hmm. that won't be Melbourne. I can almost guarantee that. Mm-hmm. Won't be Sydney. Probably Perth. Okay. Mm. Well, I didn't understand that, but that's fine. Yes, um, and so at the moment there's four more weeks of actual games. That's what I'm asking. Okay, yes, great. but it might be four weeks or five weeks if there's, if a, there's buy a buy somewhere in there. Okay, I understood that better than I thought. Um, <laughs> what's for dinner? Fish, salmon. Salmon, lovely. Salmon for dinner tonight, yes. Great. And what about you? Uh, uh, pizza. Oh, I'm going to make nice. a pizza. Yeah, I bought a, a base. Made one or a bought one? I bought a base, and I've got lots of leftovers that I think will go well on a pizza, like Sounds some mozzarella and things. So lovely, yeah. Lovely. So I think just a pizza and a salad. 
Oh, that sounds very nice. So we've got peat, we've got salmon and roasted vegetables. Delicious. Yes, so that'll be nice. And um, I'm hoping it will make me feel a little better afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Well, good food always makes you feel better. I think that's a good idea. Some antioxidants. No, what yes. is it? Is that what fish has? Antioxidants. That'll... Yes, uh, omega. The three omegas. omegas. Yeah. Um, it sounds like a, a singing group, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> But it will cure your omega blues and um, get you ready for finals. Uh, so, yeah, no, it's always it's got good good for you, very good for you. Right. So, um, I'm yeah hoping that that'll really give me a boost. Okay, well, I will talk to you soon. We're going to have another one before the end. We're going to talk about the finals. Yeah, that's okay. what give the people what they want. I want to talk about finals. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we don't we probably yeah we'll we'll talk we'll talk about when it will be we'll, we'll decide all right okay we'll discuss let's do it we'll liaise okay we want more questions from the crowd more questions from the crowd hey, did we find out about Harlow if he's going to ask us a he question he told us he was going to send one and then didn't <gasps> so I'll have to chase it up I'm very disappointed I'll, uh, I'll discuss with Harlow's mum yeah and uh, Good idea. find out where that question is. Yes, excellent idea. Perfect. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right, footy fans, go Cats. Go this Cats on Friday night. We've got to win this one. We've got to win this one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye, Mum. Bye. Have a nice night. You too. Thanks so much for listening to Football with Susan. Uh, Thank you to Susan and to everyone who contributed questions from the crowd. Uh, If you've got a question for Susan, please feel free to let me know. My guess is if you're listening, you've probably got a way to contact me. Uh, So please feel free. Bye.